Well, good morning, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the Terra 90 Body Burn 30 support call. This call happens Monday through Friday at this time, which for me is 6.40 Pacific Time, 7.40 Mountain Time, 8.40 Central Time, and 9.40 Eastern Time. Thrilled to have you along with us this morning. If you ever miss these calls, you can pick them up on an application called SoundCloud by putting in uh, or wherever you get your podcasts by putting in Frank, F-R-A-N-K, Lomas, L-O-M-A-S, and TR90, or Solutions, the Digit for Anti-Aging. Um, these calls are archived back about 13 plus years now. Um, there's a wealth of information there. We've had a variety of hosts on the call over the years that have some really great information. With that being said, my name is Susan Mann, and I'm out of Portland, Oregon, welcoming you to the call. And um, when you're first starting out with that TR90 program, that's your one lean meal a day, two shakes a day, three snacks a day, 30 grams of protein and at least three of those meals. Taking your supplement 15 to 20 minutes before your meal if it's possible. If not, just take it with your meal. Still works. Seven plus servings of fruits and vegetables every single day. Those fruits and vegetables will give you macronutrients, micronutrients, and fiber. Fiber helps in two ways, one of which is satiety, that feeling of fullness. The other is with digestive health. Guys need about 45 grams daily for good digestive health, and ladies, we need 32 grams of fiber. Exercising 30 minutes, moderate have you exercise at least five days a week. can be more than that. Um, definitely should not be less than that. And if you find that you're getting, um, you're hitting a plateau, I would take a look at bumping up your exercise, maybe adding an extra five or ten minute bout. You can take that um, exercise in one 30-minute chunk, two 15-minute chunks, or three 10-minute chunks. It can be whatever gets you excited and up and moving because the important thing is the movement and the exercise. Your minimum hydration level should be one ounce of water for every pound you weigh. So if you weigh two, uh, 100 pounds, you should be drinking 50 ounces of water daily. But if you're in a humid area or you're exercising heavily, you can lose up to a quart of body moisture in an hour. So you'll need to increase that to offset what you're losing in body moisture. And seven to nine hours of good quality sleep a night is what I recommend. And we're going to be talking a little bit more about that today because I am sharing some information out of a book that I've just recently found. It's called Eat to Sleep, What to Eat, When to Eat It for a Good Night's Sleep Every Night. It was written by Carmen Meyer, R-D-L-D-M. And... Um, she's got several strategies, and we'll be getting into those as we move forward. But today we're going to start off with additional ways to find a good night's sleep in addition to making good or making dietary changes to make help tackle sleep issues. There is a variety of other practices you can put into place for a good night's sleep. Following are a few non-food approaches that you can implement along with your nutritional changes. What works well for one person may not be effective for someone else in regard to sleep, but there are 
only positive benefits to be had by putting any of these practices into action. Each of the recommendations in this section offers a range of benefits, but one thing they all have in common is they, they're each stress reducers. If stress is a primary reason you're experiencing sleepless nights, try adding at least one or two of these practices to your daily routine. And those practices are exercise, meditation, writing, and journaling, reading before bed, aromatherapy, and setting realistic goals. And we'll see how far we get with this. So for exercise, physical exercise offers many more benefits than just getting in shape or maintaining weight. It's essential for mental health, stress management, reducing the risk of many chronic diseases, adequate energy levels during the day, and getting quality sleep at night. I personally have noticed that if I don't keep up with my usual exercise routine, my sleep begins to suffer. That alone is motivation enough for me to get back to being more physically active. A 2011 study in the Journal of Mental Health and Physical Activity found that men and women ages 18 through 85 who did 150 minutes of moderate to vigorous exercise each week had a 65% improvement in sleep quality. They also reported feeling less tired during the day. To think of the 150 minutes per week in different terms, it's 30 minutes of moderate aerobic exercise a day, five days a week. If you're limited on time for exercise during the week, bump up the intensity of your exercise to something more vigorous and aim for 75 minutes a week. <clears throat> Next one is meditation. The word meditation might bring to mind images of monks living in monasteries in far off lands, or maybe it seems like a practice that is out of reach unless you have an hour to, to, to devote to it. But meditation is something we all have access to at any time of the day. Meditation is simply a time to reflect or hit the pause button on your day to focus your breath on your breath, which can be revitalizing and calming all at once. Taking the time to bring awareness to the breath can help reduce anxiety and stop racing thoughts. Does this sound, scenario sound familiar? You wake up an hour and a half or so before the alarm is set to go off. Rather than getting up, you fall back, fight to fall back asleep to make the most of the remaining time. Lying there in bed, maybe buried under the covers, your mind starts to think about everything on the to-do list for the day. And at the same time, stressing over the fact that there's only a short period of time left before the alarm rings. This anxious state is not going to help you get back, get back to sleep fast. Instead, if you find yourself waking up an hour or two before your alarm is set to go off, try meditating. I know this is easier said than done, but if practice, it can be accomplished and you can return to a peaceful sleep. I found myself here many times before. When I become aware of my racing thoughts, I make the conscious decision to turn off those thoughts and focus instead on my breath. In a few minutes, I'm usually back asleep until the alarm sounds. 
if this tactic doesn't work for you, it's best to get out of bed and go into a dimly lit room to do a quiet activity like reading a book or the newspaper or working on a crossword puzzle until you find yourself yawning and feeling sleepy again. And next one is writing and journaling. When my to-do list is racing through my mind at night, I grab my my notepad and jot down the thoughts down. It might seem like this would only make things more stressful seeing everything written out in front of me, but I find it helpful in moving past the racing thoughts and tabling them for the next day. It feels better to have them written down so I'm not worried all night about forgetting something. I'm able to get a night of quality sleep and then wake up refreshed, ready to tackle the list from the night before. Maybe you just need to write down thoughts and feelings about the day in a journal and let your mind relax before bed. Journaling can be a powerful tool. It's a great way to reflect on the positive things that may have taken place during the day. You can use the sleep journal at the end of this book to, as a way to practice this relaxation technique. Journaling should be therapeutic process, though if you find that keeping close track of your sleep behaviors is more detrimental than beneficial, do something different that works for you. Here's a side note that there are a number of apps available that can, help, that can remind you during the day or close to bedtime to take a moment for meditation, and they even guide you through the practice. This is a great nightly routine to implement to calm the mind, clear your head before hitting the pillow. Reading before bed. Snuggling up in bed with a book is a relaxing way to end the day. It allows your mind a chance to escape from everything else that may have taken place and enter a different world even for a few minutes. If you are all like me, reading in bed is a surefire way to fall asleep fast. A friend of mine recently told me she likes listening to audiobooks while drifting off to sleep. She meant she doesn't usually recall much of what happened in the book, so she's often starting in the same spot over and over. But it's an effective tool to help her fall asleep fast. If you choose a book to read on a device in bed, be sure to use the blue light filters to avoid interfering with the body's natural circadian rhythm. Otherwise, you might be counteracting the potential benefits. Aromatherapy is a practice that is using an aromatic plant extract for therapeutic purposes. The calming scent of lavender is a commonly used scent in aromatherapy, whether you choose to use lavender essential oil, lotion, lemon spray, or lavender-infused bath soap. The plant's soothing fragrance will help you get more Zs. This floral species has been used since medieval periods for medicinal purposes as a sedative, as an antidepressant, and to reduce anxiety. Essential oil diffusers have become very popular over the past few years and are a great to use at night to calm the mind. Spa-like environment, calm, uh, to create a calm spa-like environment in the bedroom. 
Add a few drops of a lavender essential oil to a diffuser before climbing into bed. Allow your mind and body to relax. Roman chamomile and neroli oil, and neroli spelled N-E-R-O-L-I, are two other essential oils that have been used along with lavender in aromatherapy for their calming qualities. Implementing a relaxing nightly routine that includes aromatherapy helps the body and the mind to get accustomed to what they should be doing at that time, winding down in preparation for shut-eye. And set realistic goals. Sleeping like a baby every single night probably isn't realistic. Heck, even babies wake up in the middle of the night for various reasons. For more realistic and attainable expectation is that most nights of the week you should be able to get quality six to eight hours of sleep with the occasional night of less than ideal sleep because that's life, right? It's normal that you might turn over in the middle of the night in a semi-awake state, but if you find yourself consistently unable to get back to sleep after lying awake for 20 minutes, it's time to make some changes. This will help you to see how many food choices may, how your food choices may be interfering with your shut-eye. But it's also helpful to keep a previous non-food approaches in mind as well as you set out on your path towards peaceful sleep. So those um, strategies today were exercise, meditation, writing and journaling, reading before bed, aromatherapy, and setting realistic goals. And here is one more last little side note. As a chemical compound found in the cannabis plant, cannabidiol oil, or CBD, has been used medicinally for centuries as a sleep aid, pain and anxiety reliever, and nausea reducer. CBD is different from the chemical compound many of us associate with marijuana, the tetrahydrocannabinoid oil, or THC. Unlike THC, CBD does not provide a high, but rather offers calming effects. So there's no reason to be concerned with feelings of paranoia or a racing heartbeat with a safe dose of CBD products. Doyle is legal to purchase no matter where you live and is typically available in tinctures, pill form, and sprays. As with all new supplements or medications, you should consult with your physician first. Also, be sure to purchase any CBD products from a reliable source. So that might be another potential um, thought for you if you're struggling with sleep. With that being said, this is Susan Mann for the 4th of July, 2023, signing out. I want to wish you a great day. And at the top of the hour, if you scoot over to Facebook, One Team Global Live, one of our leaders will be sharing some information on how to build a new skin business. And we'll have Frank up tomorrow. And on Thursday, we'll be getting into some of the foods that might wreak havoc on sleep for you. I hope to have you come back and join us tomorrow for Frank and myself on Thursday. Have a great day and a wonderful, safe fourth.